we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for March 14th, 2022. Uh, kind of picking up where we just left off. Because uh, all these kind of tie together or could potentially tie together. A listener comment about a movie, a 2021 movie. I believe it was uh, debuted in like November of, so like, you know, like five months ago around there, a 2021 movie that describes alien disclosure happening the same time a Russia and Ukraine are at war. Huh. Now, I'm not going to be dogmatic about like exactly how all this stuff is going to go down. Like I talked about before about Sanand and the Ascendant Masters making their big debut. I've given you speculation regarding that whole thing i'm not going to get dogmatic and say i know exactly how it's all going to happen though um i think that is fluid and um it would depend on the environment at the time on how they're going to do this now this is from a longtime listener christina from romania she said i just discovered this movie see below and the only reason I watched it is because right at the beginning, they were talking about the Ukraine conflict in Russia. Uh, I am from Romania, and I'm more interested about this conflict than others who live more far away. The movie was released last year. And how did they know that there will be a Ukrainian conflict involving Russia? Yeah, well, predictive programming. Also, this movie, they talk about an alien disclo disclosure during this conflict. Hmm. And I talked about this, I think, last week. The Potential. Will they use it for something like that? Do you think this is a prophetic movie? The author of this movie said that this is the first one for more than five that they want to release. The second one they want to release is this year. Now, I'll be honest. I think they had a budget of about $24, $25 for this movie. Because the whole first part of the movie was in a conference room. And it was just never-ending drug out dialogue between like the woman president of the united states and the general and his lieutenant colonel lady and then these other people oh oh it was bad i mean i oh it was horrible i couldn't really get through much of it I don't really think there was much inappropriate about it. It just was horrible, and they must have had a minuscule budget. Um, but it it did talk about this. It did associate Russia-Ukrainian conflict. This was debuted last November, I believe, and then they tied in with this whole alien-type disclosure thing that they're this discovery that they made. Okay. Um, it, it, she says it doesn't matter if they will succeed, but all I know is I was very impressed because they told us that the Ukraine conflict before it happened. What do you think about it? And it's called First Signal, uh, full exclusive sci-fi movie in English. And I give you a link if you want to watch it. Okay. So, um, we have that. We have the stuff we've talked about in some previous studies. Then we have this. Now I'm just going to go ahead and touch on this because as I've said in the past, if this were to go down in some way, I didn't want my listeners being totally ignorant of maybe a major way that they could bring about disclosure. I am not saying this is what's going to happen. I will say the, the guy that's in charge of this, uh, who I have reported on many of his articles in the past, 
more like I'm keeping tabs on the enemy uh, is this Michael Salia from exopolitics.org. And he's had a lot to do with people bringing these people out regarding the soft disclosure movement, regarding a lot of people that have supposedly been in super secret space programs, and even though those impl those memories could have been implanted, um, and they've come out, and now there's all of these people that were supposedly in these super secret space programs that are doing all these interviews all over the internet, and you know, coming out with all of this information that's just like mind blowing. Okay, take it with a grain of salt. Remember, those memories could have been implanted. Um, if they have the ability to brainwash people and with the technology they've got, you can't really take much of what they're saying as any kind of real truth. But there's been a gigantic effort regarding the soft disclosure program, and our government is behind that. It's not just the sci-fi movies. It's not just the sci-fi series and these types of things. It's people like this as well. So... I entitled this, Will This Be How Disclosure, This Alien Disclosure Happens? Supposed Space Arc in Ukraine Now Controlled by Russia. Now again, I am not saying I am presenting this as gospel truth or anything like that. But I want you to at least be aware of it. Michael Salia says, in this interview, my longtime source, JP, who currently serves with the U.S. Army, I believe it says he's like a quartermaster in the U.S. Army, explains that an ovoid-shaped space arc under the Ukraine desert near the city of Kherson has been taken over by the Russian army. JP says that the team of, of U.S. special forces were sent on a covert mission to the arc prior to the invasion and went missing. Uh, the arc possesses exotic plant life and the Russian military seeks to control another small space arc located near the city of Kiev, according to what JP heard in the classified briefing. He says that Russia already possesses a space arc in its own territory, which possesses exotic technology. JP says that Russia is denying the U.S. access to the space arcs under its control in order to gain concessions on U.S. geopolitical policies. JP describes another space arc in central Brazil and says that all space arcs are being activated now, meaning the ones on Earth, the ones that are buried under the ground on Earth, and form an integrated network that will eventually float into the sky in what will amount to a global disclosure event. He says that the ARCs and the extraterrestrial fleet connected to them will represent a benign force. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good cop, bad cop. And will help humanity enter a new golden age. Wow, didn't that sound just wonderful? That sounds... A lot like the disclosure that we've been predicting now for a long time. Some derivation of it. Note, just prior to the release of this interview, JP informed me that the U.S. Special Forces team had been found and had safely left Ukraine. To learn more about JP and his disclosures, I give you the link there. I'm not saying you should avail yourself to it, but if you want to see his background. I'm going to play about eight minutes of this just so you can hear, so you have a little bit better idea. Don't want to dwell on this a long time, but... I want you to at least be aware of it, just in case. Well, let's talk a little bit more about this uh, arc uh, that's uh, near the city of Kherson. Uh, yeah, the, the one near the uh, Crimean Peninsula. Okay. So so that arc, the, the big one that you gave me the coordinates to, that's uh, buried under the Olenshky Sands National Park. Mm -hmm. And it's a desert. It's the only natural sand desert 
in Ukraine. Which is, I mean, it's true what they're saying there. I mean, we don't know if there's an actual space arc there. And by space arc, it's this, like, kind of like a gigantic, you think of like Noah's Ark, okay? What was Noah's Ark designed to do? Well, preserve the animal life. Well, each one of these arcs that they're discovering has something different that has been preserved. Like the one in... Um, these Oleski sands in Ukraine, which they're saying is one of the more major reasons why Russia invaded Ukraine. It may not be the only, but it's one of the more major. There's two, I guess, in the Ukraine. They wanted to take possession. This one, the, this one they're talking about here under the Oleski sands, the, the sand dune there, has a lot of exotic plant life that um, the one that's already in Russia has a lot of technology if it's true okay so each one of them possesses something different and it's kind of always been a, a mystery to the scientific community how that area became a desert and you know the explanation is uh that while well, it was overgrazing by sheep which sounds ridiculous but, but nevertheless that's the official explanation so you know why why would why would the land directly above this buried space arc be a desert this particular ship has a protecting mechanism that makes everything that is above it or around it dry. I, I think it's a type of radiation that it emits. And it's stronger than other ships. It, it's way stronger. There's a there's an arc in Brazil. I don't know if I gave you a coordinate. Over there in um, Cardos Novas is by Goiania. Um, you can see that is like a plateau looking thing but it's still green but it's turning to like a, a, a desert area similar to Oleski Park but now is even activating more and in this arc it was actually activated one of the first ones that were activated but nobody haven't noticed it the military notice because they go there for training sometimes you're listening to Exopolitics Today with Dr. Michael Sala, your source for the uncensored truth regarding the human, extraterrestrial, global, and political agenda. Click the like button and subscribe to this channel. And now, here's Dr. Michael Sala. Well, I'm very happy to have uh, JP back to Exopolitics Today. He's got some updates to share with us. And uh, JP, well, uh, welcome back and uh, looking forward to hearing from you. How you doing, Dr. Michael Sala? Thank you for the opportunity. Well, do you uh, want me to just ask some questions, specific questions about this uh, Ukraine arc that you were told about? I mean, you, you began by telling me that you had been given coordinates about uh, close to a month ago. So, you know, who gave you those coordinates and, and what were you told? It was... Uh... A friend of mine. It says you, JP is a U.S. Army quartermaster uh, in chemical repair or special forces training in the Army. Air Force. And he he gave me the coordinates. And then I, I told him, why are you giving me these coordinates? He's like, hey, there's an arc there. And we're going to have to be protecting that, that particular arc. I remember me telling you when I went to the arc of the Atlantic 
when we went there. So there is an arc in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle, essentially in the Atlantic, which some of the some of his words are kind of a little bit weird, but um, he they're showing where this other arc is in the um, in relation to the Bermuda Triangle in the Atlantic. It's underwater. I don't know how many feet underwater it would it looks like it would be an area very deep and um that's what he's talking about right this second i'll just back it up just a hair when i went to the arc of the atlantic when we went there i remember telling you he that said the arc that was in the atlantic i believe um the russians and the chinese was with us um in that arc and we went down to the atlantic together and we were in ranks but i remember also telling you this was pushed like we did not really want uh the russians down there with us um to share the information not unless they let us in russia into their arc because they have an arc in russia as well and we told the russians hey if you let us in your arc in russia we're gonna let you in our arc over here that we found the Atlantic, that we had a ship on top of it for or I don't know how long, since 2014, since, since I... So, in 2014, JP reported his first visit to the Atlantic Arc, which was then dormant. Now they're becoming activated. And they're... All these arcs, if this is true, around the world are becoming activated. And like he's saying, at some point, they're going to become activated to the point where... They, they rise into the sky and then that'll be the, I don't know if that'll be the start of this disclosure event that we've been predicting for, I mean, I don't know, 16 years or whatever it's been here. Um, yeah, about 16 years that we've talked about. So will this be how it goes down? And this is why I had to at least play this so you're aware of it because if it goes down i've never went over this scenario before i didn't even know about these things if there's any validity at all and maybe there's not maybe there's not but i want you to at least be aware i think i got taken there the first time when it was not um activated but now that they're activating and all these arcs are activating the one in ukraine activated as well and they did not want like how can i put this the united states they know that the that arc in ukraine is one of the biggest arcs that we have on earth it, it's bigger than the one in atlantic and it's slightly bigger than the one in the moon so there's one on the moon too that we have there so this arc is a big deal it has one of the biggest libraries of biological life forms that we had in earth history and this library that they say that it, this arc has is a huge room with capsules of all kind of seeds of plants and plant life it's not like um biological like it's not like um mammal or not. it's only plant it's life only plant life that are in here that's in on this arc but these plant life they have properties that can help humanity a lot in, in different ways. So it has a big, big library of seeds that is it was in these capsules in this particular arc in Ukraine. And I think the 
the ark that they found in Russia, it also has a, li a type of library. But that library is a library of some sort of technology that the Russians, they don't want to share with us yet until they, they took it over the Ukrainian ark. And right now they're doing research without the Americans or the Chinese. And they're doing their, their research on their own right now. We're trying to get in there and we will try to get in the ark. Um, an incident happened that Americans, we jumped to one of those arcs using a jump room that each arc has. And I think you meant a jump room. What that is, and if you've watched any kind of sci-fi shows, it's these arcs are in a certain sense interconnected and they've got what they call jump rooms. It would be much like Star Trek, the old Star Trek where, you know, you go into the the room and they beam you down to the planet, okay? Um, it's like that. They've got interconnections between these arcs. This is highly advanced technology, obviously, and you can jump from arc to arc with these jump rooms. Now, it's probably through some type of portal. I don't, I don't know exactly how that works, but that's what he was in reference to there. Again, if there's any validity, that's what he was in reference to there. Right now, we we, so, we don't hear. Let me back that up. To get in the arc, um, an incident happened that Americans we jumped to one of those arcs using a jump room. He sounds. It sounds like he said jump rope, but it's. I believe it's a jump room that each arc has. Each arc has, and right now we we, we don't hear nothing about them. Uh, we don't know if they're you know hostage or they're working together, but right now we don't know what's going to happen to them so okay so remember though what i just read just prior to the release of this interview jp informed me meaning michael salia that the u.s special forces team had been found and they had safely left ukraine um so all right let me i'm, I'm just going to play about another more minute minute and a half here just and to clarify i just wanted to be clear so the the arc the arc that you travel to in the atlantic ocean that one um is filled with uh writings hieroglyphic writings cultural remnants and you talked about it having a portal and and there's other uh, the other arcs have similar portals where you can travel point to point instantaneously the the arc in russia is filled with ancient technologies the arc in ukraine is remember in the movie they live where you know they rowdy rowdy, rowdy piper and it's you know this basically like this monster reptilian type class ruling over us but they were disguised due to the technology uh that they were provided uh through probably something like 5g or whatever there was a scene in there where they were they, they were taken and they was trying to convince the guy to join i think rowdy rowdy piper or one of those guys to join their cause because you can't beat them there's they got too much technology and there's no way to beat these this alien species and he was taken to a room where these people it almost looked like it was underground but it was a room and it almost looked like it overlooked space and they had like a suitcase with them and then it just portaled them out to wherever planet or whatever it, it's the same kind of thing with wormholes and stargate technology that has been portrayed on the show stargate sgi stargate atlantis stargate universe all those shows 
show that type of technology that uh, really I do believe, again, this was all part of the soft disclosure plan. And I mean, the Department of Defense helped make Stargate SG. I, I've played the, the ending credits for some of the shows. I've actually had screenshots where it was the Department of our defense of our own government that was actually going in there and helping uh, to create the show, evidently, and things like this. So it's pretty important to the government, this subject. Filled with uh, biology, plant life, and so forth. So it, did you hear this, like, from your Air Force colleague that was also, I guess, part of these missions, or did you hear this from the mission briefings because you you said that you've attended mission briefings yeah um more more like the mission briefings they were talking when we were in atlanta that um arc over there they were talking about you know all these different arcs and and i told you and i gave you the coordinates and and our next step was going we were going to go to the ukrainian arc to that coordinates that i gave you a month ago before all this happened and we kind of knew because the, the arc in the Atlantic, it was pushed, like, how can I say this? Like, they're not blackmailing, but the Russians, they brought their ships, like, they surrounded us, and they wanted the Russians to go down to this Atlantic arc to see. So the Russians really wanted to get into the ones we have. We have possession of, I guess, one, America at least, in the Atlantic, and, they, and the Russians were, like, really, really being pushy and almost blackmailing that they wanted to go down to see this Atlantic art to see what they could find. They could find it. But there's an area that was closed out that the Russians did not go to that is really, really also filled with technology on the Atlantic arc that is similar to the Ukrainian arc. So there's an area also in the Ukraine. Okay, so anyway, I just wanted to give you a brief synopsis there. Um, if anything were to actually develop regarding that if that was maybe the one of the main reasons that this conflict now again i've i've been really big on right left paradigm thirty thousand foot view believe this was planned out ahead of time you look at all the things that this is going to do to to um, america and a lot of the other places regarding just destruction of the middle class and things of this nature just this conflict alone and i'm going to discuss that next there's a lot of satanic things they're 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 um, going to be able to accomplish here. So that leads me to this part, which is I'm just going to read you insane world headlines. I'm not going to go into any of this in depth. These are just insane world headlines just from the last week, which a lot of these insane headlines are directly as a result of this Russian-Ukrainian conflict that was like all wars in the last however many decades have all been pre-planned by design on purpose uh headlines war war catastrophic for global food food prices skyrocket globally food riots of 2022 have already begun they will spread globally new intel on scarcity of food minerals telecom equipment and more food riots have already begun in iraq there and there's reports here that you can click on to prove it uh, Lebanon has announced rationing of wheat. Ukraine has halted all exports of most grains, while Russia has halted exports of fertilizers and many sources of natural gas. The world is being plunged into an engineered global starvation scenario, and in North America, we only have a few months of abundant food still um, in the supply line. Shocking visual essay on mass shrinkflation. 
Every single American is now getting less to eat, but paying more on top of record high inflation. Oil up to $130, $130 per barrel. Tucker Carlson says Joe Biden is, is backing Ukraine and ignoring the resulting gas prices in a bid to crush middle-income Americans and push green energy. Um, then the next one is, um, this is already a perfect storm. Uh, expert warns, war is already decimating an already depleted food supply, a situation which is rapidly becoming worse, all by Luciferian planning. Real wages declined 12 times in the last 14 months. All neon, the, the gas neon, okay, which evidently is important for a lot of uh, things, all neon is now stopped from being shipped to the U.S., and this may cost 100 million Americans their jobs. All, I don't know, 100 million, but whatever all the sanctions against russia are destroying the lives and livelihoods of all of most of many who live in the u.s i don't like the word all because that means every single person not saying every single person not going to be affected but anyway um ukraine supplies 90 percent of the u.s semiconductor grade neon and what it means to chip the chip supply chain which was already horrible the computer chip supply chain which is already horrible uh, neon is a gas integral to the lasers used in the chip making process while russia supplies 35 percent of the u.s's palladium supply not platinum but palladium palladium is a platinum type metal but it's a little different russia supplies 30 percent of u.s palladium supply a very rare metal void left by ban on key metal from russia can't be lifted um can't be filled i'm sorry curbs on palladium exports by moscow could have devastating effects on global markets palladium prices have skyrocketed 80 percent this year to all-time highs uh i remember it was like i don't know 800 i don't know it wasn't that long ago i mean maybe four or five years and uh maybe not even that long probably not even that long maybe it was last year and now it's you know 2,900 to 3,000. And that was before this hit. So then another thing, bird flu continues to spread across America, infecting and decimating farms. The bird flu outbreak is the worst since 2015. Um, when, near, uh, when nearly 50 million birds, mostly turkeys and leg-aying chickens in the U.S. market were killed. Now, this is the exact same strain, H5N1, of bird flu that I, when I did my 14 city tour back in 06 on the avion flu through the prophecy club it's the exact same strain h5n1 which if it were to go jump from human to human i believe at least at the time and i don't know if it would be the same now and you don't know if about mutations and things of this nature but i believe it was about a 60 percent kill rate if it went human to human and nobody's really talking about that now which is kind of weird because that was the big buzz back in 05 and 06 this gigantic kill rate they weren't really talking as much about the birds as they were well what if the bird gave it to a human and then it mutated and it went human to human you can still go view my my presentation on the avion flu just key in scott johnson avion flu online i put it online a long time ago it's about 145 slides powerpoint slides and that's it's it's actually an upgraded version or an updated version um to the one I did in 2006. I believe I put the, the updated version up in 2008. So it's available for free online. If you just search it on YouTube. 
Uh, okay, so it comes at a time when food prices are already skyrocketing due to labor shortages, supply chain problems, and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. A key wheat and corn export. I mean, I don't have to say anything to, to my listeners. You, you go out now, gas is just outrageous. Food is just outrageous. You go, you try to go to a restaurant, prices are just outrageous. The portions are smaller. It's just everything is moving in not a very good direction and i don't mean to be johnny raincloud i'm just kind of stating facts um and then the last thing scientists to release gmo mosquitoes funded by the gates foundation in california and florida so that's got that to deal with as well so then um this next report report is prepare for catastrophic global food and energy crisis let me go ahead and play this real quick this is dapu seven with more warning signs coming from this war that it's going to affect people far and wide in terms of food and food production. Many arrogant, self-centered people out there just don't care. They just go about their business saying, oh, it doesn't affect me, that's their problem. Those people got hell in a handbasket in terms of karma coming their way they're going to have to deal with. When the United States... Karma, karma is like when what you get in the next life, typically. I just discussed this last week, okay? Now, if you want to talk about reaping what you sow what comes around goes around in this life yeah i mean i would tend to agree but um just want to clarify that it comes crashing down it's all going to happen it's all planned it's by design it's not a secret There's oh and i don't mean to say i believe in reincarnation either i mean that's the whole wheel of reincarnation garbage from you know hinduism buddhism that type of stuff that karma is based on written on we are in the beginning stages of this after a series of events that's about to happen in the offing this country starts to, to fall in free fall mode and who's going to stop it crickets no one says anything there's no plan to try to stop it so what i suggest happens is people get ready to implement a new way when this thing comes down you don't have to tear down the system they're going to do it for you you need to have a new way implemented or they're going to be rolling in cbdc's right out the gate they're going to be tracking everything on blockchain especially all food that's the digital currency that's the ultimate goal of a lot of what we're heading into right now because remember it's about controlling us every single aspect of our lives and they realize in order to do that they have to make us very very desperate now i've always said this about world war three and about the the arrival of the antichrist and false prophet prior to that happening they're going to have to do a whole lot to humanity in general to make them very, very, very desperate for the solution. Make it go away. Make the wars go away. Make the starvation go away. May, you know, make all the wickedness that we're, that we're feeling, all the turmoil go away. This is bringing about the new world order out of the chaos they're creating. Ordo Ab Cal, the motto of the 33rd degree Freemason. They're going to do it through shock and awe. They're going to do it through chaos to bring us into the new world order. But in order to do that, they're going to have to make us maximally desperate to inflict as much pain on humanity as possible so we'll be willing to accept whatever solution they're going to give us. All by design, orchestrated on purpose, just like this Ukraine-Russian conflict. It's been in the works for a long time, by design on purpose. How it all plays out, 
I don't know. I, I'm not saying it's the ultimate thing that's going to bring us into the New World Order. That remains to be seen. It, it may turn into a nothing burger in the end. But it's not really, it's not a nothing burger because I just read you the headlines and all that stuff that I read you is true. I would be very, very surprised if the New World Order is going to take their foot off the gas pedal on this one. Because they're already accomplishing so much further destruction of the middle class of America and people in other parts of the world through this conflict. Why would they want to really take their foot off the gas? I don't know. It's, it's speculation on my part. What they've done is they have strategically gone into Ukraine back in 2013, 2014. They went into the known breadbasket of the region and they brought in GMOs all over the place. Monsanto set up shop. Now, when you hear the countries like Lebanon, Yemen, which they're constantly bombing the crap out of, Syria the same way, Tunisia, hmm, all these countries are getting all their grain or 50% of their grain from GMO country. Do you think that many of those people even know that it's GMO that they're eating? Yeah, it's a genetically modified organism. GMO wheat, I guess, in this case. Likely not. Russia knew and was, was burning it at its border ever since then. But this is a massive crisis that is now snowballing. Even if it's GMO food and these people didn't know it, GMO or not, it was their only option. Now many of these people are going to go without because of this. So just know that this has long-lasting effects on, on big stuff, especially with fertilizer not coming out of russia other countries are holding their grains therefore the countries that were dependent on them and needing them are not going to get them i can't stress enough to start growing on your own this year if you have not before i talk about this and a whole lot more in terms of survival on the live shows make sure to join me going live monday wednesday and friday 9 p.m eastern on d live and patriot tv hit that subscribe button for more i hope you'll have a plan and that's that's Dabu Seven. I, he's not really a Christian, but I'm not saying there's not things you can't glean. And I like his videos from the standpoint they're very short, concise, and to the point. Uh, okay, so let's go further here. Uh, then there's this little video. The first casualty of war is the truth. This is a short adaptation of Ukraine on fire, I guess the presentation of Ukraine on fire. The first casualty of war is the truth. And if the American people knew the truth about US interference in Ukraine, they might not be so eager to start World War III. During World War II, Western Ukraine sided with the Nazis. After the war, the CIA helped Ukrainian Nazis evade the Nuremberg trials and began operating with them within the Ukraine. After decades of CIA infiltration, the Ukrainian People's Movement emerged in 1989 and gave- And they're showing all ar archive footage of what they're talking about. To extremist groups, Svoboda, Trident, and Right Sector. Neo-Nazi groups pushing for the ethnic cleansing of Ukraine. Extremist groups cultivated by the CIA, supported by the US State Department, and used by the IMF to bring Ukraine to heal. IMF's International Monetary Fund, which is behind so much wickedness on planet Earth. 
When Yanukovych beat NATO-backed Yushchenko in the 2010 elections, his government was being pressured into signing an EU association agreement by the International Monetary Fund in their typical conquer by debt offer. Yeah, and if you want to know more about that conquer by debt, read the book Confessions of an Economic Hitman by John Perkins, uh, which explains it all to you. That would financially ruin the Ukraine and place them at the mercy of the World Bank. Yanukovych declined their offer. And in today's corrupt world, you're not allowed to say no to the IMF. Funded by Western NGOs associated with George Soros and the CIA, a highly organized color revolution was immediately deployed against Yanukovych. Organizations such as the National Endowment for Democracy trained activist journalists to utilize Facebook along with three brand new television networks created within weeks to recruit people for the protests. This Western-run media campaign was a huge success. The turnout was massive. The CIA has been orchestrating revolutions their entire career, and the first step to their simple formula is to convince people to take to the streets in peaceful protest. They then use agitators to goad the police into violence and state-run media to ignite the crowd with emotionally charged reports of sacred victims. On November 30th, 2013, the Ukrainian chief of staff, associated closely with the U.S. State Department, ordered the streets to be cleared of protesters for the erection of the annual Christmas tree. When the police arrived, they were met by a highly aggressive and well-organized faction of Ukraine's right sector, who provoked the police into a violent reaction against peaceful protesters, which is all the Western intelligence media reported on. Predictably, this resulted in more unrest and violence, which was further fueled by U.S. Senator John McCain's support of the protests. Leaked phone calls reveal that the U.S. State Department was orchestrating this coup d'etat from within the U.S. Embassy with support from Vice President Joe Biden. On February 20th, unidentified snipers firing from government buildings occupied by the protesters began firing into the crowd, killing people on all sides. Yanukovych's home and offices were taken by armed mobs, and a new government was put into place with a neo-Nazi element that went on to accept the IMF's spurious loan offer and began murdering the Russian-speaking population of Ukraine in Donbass. As a result of this Western-created quagmire, 96% of the people in Crimea voted in favor of joining Russia. And that is true. They did do that. And while the nation celebrated, Western media reported that they were invaded by Russia. Their proof? A but Russia they weren't. They voted for it in Crimea. ...military presence, which has existed there since 1804. Supporting a criminal war against Russia does not make you a patriot. Now, again, I, I'm not going to buy into the whole right-left thing about, oh, Russia's just... Because that's what inevitably you start doing when you start saying, oh, look at all the wickedness going on. Yeah, there's there's wickedness on both sides. At the end of the day, you have to look at the puppet masters over Ukraine and Russia, knowing that Putin was one of the young global leaders for, for Soros and, and this Zelensky guy's a total puppet on a string. That's what is really the important no understanding that this is contrived and it's been planned out it makes you a useful idiot of the globalist banking cartel 
the very same entities waging war on all of humanity with vaccine passports and experimental jabs. A righteous patriot would call out his government for war crimes. And through fraud and deceit, the United States government has been the world's biggest purveyor of war crimes for decades. All in the name of spreading McDonald's, genetically modified foods, and sexual perversions worldwide. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Okay, so we have that. Uh, again, just a little more perspective on things. And um, this is from the, my listener, actually from Tonga, who is married to a Ukrainian who started this, uh, well, I don't want to say it's a charity, but it's a giving fund to get monies to um, those in the Ukraine that are suffering. And he emailed me a few more times this week, and he said, I wanted to give you a quick update on what we know about the horrible situation in the Ukraine. Um, this is Jonathan, my longtime listener. There are many families and peoples on the move and others who are staying put. Many are seriously deluded, confused, foolishly believing that this will end soon or the Ukrainian army will, quote, win. We are hearing of real individual horror reports one couple we were in touch with got on a train from Kiev to western Ukraine, Lelev, and they were hiding in a cold cellar for a week. They were hearing too much bombing and, and decided to try and sneak to the train station. Uh, he and his wife got on the train as the previous week no men were allowed on the trains. It was very packed. They were like sardines, usually four people to these small carts. I'm, I'm maybe small areas where they're where they're supposed to be. It's, a, it's an area intended for four people, but now they're packed with 16. They cannot use their phones whilst on the train or any lights on the train as they travel by night and in dark and try not to draw any attention to themselves as to not get bombed. The trains stop when heavy bombing. They hear heavy bombing and wait till hopefully it calms down. One man they were next to on the train told them that he came from the city of Urpin, which is a suburb of Kiev, there is a green corridor agreed upon to evacuate citizens as Russians took over the cities. Supposedly, the Ukrainian army withdrew from these cities to negotiate this green corridor. He was um, So he told them that the Russian soldiers are stripping the people down naked and taking all their valuables, taking clothes, cigarettes, phones, all they have. He was put up against the wall and was thinking he was going to get shot by them, but they let him walk away. He said women are getting raped and also killing children and elders. So again, there's atrocities going on on both sides. I've heard about Ukrainian troops committing atrocities. I've heard about Russian troops committing atrocities. I've, I've heard yeah, there's so many different angles to this Ukrainian-Russian conflict that it would just boggle the mind if I tried to address it. And, and that's why the alternative news is, is, you know, if they're focused on this or whatever, it's never ending. It's literally never ending on all the different reasons and things that are happening there. Um, he knows one woman who didn't want to give her pig, I guess she had a pet, I don't know if it's a pet, probably her pig for, anyway, to the soldiers and was shot dead. Now, these are third-hand sources, but I do think it can be true. So far, we've raised $6,000 and were able to get five families' monies who are extremely grateful for those funds and have helped many people. But for those, and this is the, the little giving charity thing that we talked about last week for them. Uh, but for hard-hit areas, we are finding it hard to get the funds to the people because the banks are closed and the cities are under bombing. Yeah, it would make sense. 
In Kiev, we were able to get the funds to the people, but more and more banks are closing. My wife is now working with, with the volunteers who are coordinating green corridors and is finding families in need. I want to know also about the orphanage that you mentioned in the Ukraine, the, the one that I had been giving to for like a long time, probably a good 20 years. Um, donate to, are they in dire needs right now? I'm almost sure that they would be. What city are they in? How many children? Are they evacuated or still there? And can we get them funds if we decide to donate? Now, I said yes. I gave a link to it's afflictedbiblemissions.org. And I emailed the pastor, the American pastor that's on this side that's in charge of them, who I know, I've known personally for a long time, Pastor Manus. And I said, if you could get some kind of online payment donation link for the Ukrainian orphanages, that would be great. Because right now, all he's got is a postal address. And it's just not, he's not really up to speed on a lot of this stuff. Um, he said, he got back to me, right? He said, I'll check it out. He says, I just sent over several hundred dollars to our pastor who finally left Ukraine with his family and is in Poland now. But with all the problems there, he wants to go to Canada or come to the USA. I haven't heard from him in a week, but I will keep in touch as much as I can. I didn't ask him the other questions. If you want to get in touch with him, um, like if Jonathan's listening to this, if you want to get in touch with him about these other questions you had, feel free to do so. Um, but so I don't know. I, I, I'm not a really a hundred percent sure. That's why I was more emphasizing what Jonathan was doing because I felt like it was actually going to be of a more immediate help to, um, families in the Ukraine. I, I, again, I haven't heard a lot from him regarding even money requests as of late regarding the, um, orphans in the Ukraine. So I, I don't really know hundred percent. I, I think that was his main pastor that was in charge of the orphanages. He's not even there now. So I have no idea what's going on with the orphanages at this point. I mean, it can't be good. It can't be good. I just, I just literally emailed them tonight. So I, I just haven't had a chance to even go in depth or any further. But again, I give you his email address here. Um, it's under C.E. Manus if you want to email him and ask him about those types of things. Um, all right. So um, then he sent me another email regarding warnings from refugees crossing borders in Romania, Poland, and Moldova. Now, this is from Jonathan. It's not from Pastor Manus. He said, Scott, I'm writing this with a heavy heart. My wife just got in touch with a woman who had firsthand reports from families in her building that crossed the borders trying to run to safety and have been picked up by men thinking they were going to help them. But they were taken, they take them into their homes, but are being, oh, they thought they're going to help them and take them into their homes. These women, I guess, they're trying to cross the border um, or run to safety. They're being, these women are being stolen and what is believed they're trained into prostitution. Other reports of women crossing the border being picked up, brought to fields, raped, and stolen from. We were getting reports of multiple women women missing like this. Of course, you're going to have every slime bag on the planet coming out of the woodworks to try to take advantage of these poor people that are trying to flee the Ukraine or get out of harm's way. Of course, you're, you're always going to have these demons afoot. Uh... He says, I truly hope this is not what's going on, but we're investigating further and getting multiple reports confirming this. My heart physically hurts. I'm in tears. And then he emailed me again and he said, okay, so further research is confirming women trafficking into prostitution. 
Um, I guess uh, in Germany, Romania, Poland, and Moldova, pimps looking like volunteers offering you a place of safety, taking women's documents and taking them away. So my wife, this is Jonathan, is reading from the Ukrainian website that is giving strict procedures on what to do and what not to do when crossing the border. Do not give documents to anyone. Try to be in groups and do not go alone. She read from Germany that pimps are offering to pay volunteers to send women and children to them. Here are a few links, I believe, in Russian and you can Google translate them. There's three different links on this. So, I mean, there's just, there's all kind of atrocities going on everywhere you turn regarding this whole matter. You've got Ukrainian atrocities, you've got Russian atrocities, you've got, you've got um, opportunists from other countries going in there. I know the Muslims are famous for all this type of stuff too, those grooming gangs and stuff like that. They're, they're really adept at that, being the devils that they are. So, just again, regarding this, uh, giving campaign that uh, Jonathan started. Remember, his wife's Ukrainian, and she—that's how they're actually reaching these people. She has their friends and family back there that they're trying to get these funds to. Um, this is what I—I I sent this last week. So we started a funding campaign. Our goal was to reach a hundred thousand dollars to help two hundred families, giving five hundred per family, which would be able to supply a family of four uh, for four to six weeks of food, water, medicines, etc. The money will be Western union to each family's head of household. So the money will go directly to helping each family. Here's a link to the funding campaign. Whatever you can spare will be greatly appreciated. Please share this link to help us reach our goal and beyond. So I give you the link here. You kind of, it's going to be about on page 11 here. And in fact, I'll, I'll just put it in, I'll highlight it in green. You'll see the link in green on page 11. Um, Okay, so then the next report. Biden's most crippling economic move yet. We have a presidential decision. I am saving America. By, I'm saving Ukraine. I cut off their oil. Well, yeah, right. First of all, let me tell you this. Russia sends oil to Iran and Iran sells it. Who's going to be the wiser? nobody nobody it's like it's like when you were banned from going to cuba all those years so people would just fly to mexico city and fly into havana there was no ban on that absolutely crazy what he's doing and let me tell you this even if the move to stop importing russian oil even if that could have an effect on the war effort you know how long it would take I have this for my military experts, but I also know because I know the, the time most oil is taken out of the ground until it ends up in, in use is about six months. That's the answer. Six months. The Ukraine war won't go on six months. Those people won't last that long. They won't. Russia will eventually overwhelm them. I'm sorry to say that. Now, will it evolve into guerrilla war? Yeah, but it, it, do, you, do you understand this is a nothing burger? except for America. See, Biden's not punishing Russia by doing this. They'll still take Ukraine through overwhelming force. Eventually, they'll wear them down. I wish it weren't true, but that's the reality. A lot of us don't want to admit that because we're all rooting for the Ukrainian citizens because we see the, the horrible conditions they're living under. And, and I'm right there with you. I identify with that. And I want Ukraine to repulse Russia too. 
although Ukraine's not a clean actor, believe me. But the people don't deserve it. Doesn't your heart just go out when you see the evacuations and the pain and agony on the faces and you see the dead kids in the street? Doesn't your heart just break? I know it does. But Biden did nothing for that today. What he did today was he made your price of gas start going up dramatically. The futures market will react to this and you'll see gas go up at least a dollar in the next week. We've been going up at about 15. Now he, he, this was on March 8th. So that has happened. Cents a gallon every day in the Phoenix area. And I live north of Phoenix out in the rural area, which I have to drive to go anywhere, which is a pain, uh, economic pain. But Biden did nothing but punish you. Do you understand that? There's now less oil to choose from. <laughs> I, I just can't believe this. And people go, hooray, hooray, hooray. He cut off the oil. Isn't that great? Yeah, but see, last summer, when it was really clear that Russia was preparing to invade Ukraine, they amassed in April, and they started drilling in June. And when they did that, Biden should have said, you got 30 days to stop, and if you don't, we're going to cut your oil off. And then he turns around to American oil companies and said, okay, well... Again, I'm sorry, there's some static on this. It's not on my end. It's... It's coming from Dave Speaker, unfortunately. Emergency, I've got to reverse my policy, and we've got to produce more oil. We would have had a seamless transition to cutting off Russia's oil. Folks, this doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. I'm no smarter than the next person. Everyone on Biden's, I don't think Biden knows. Seriously, I don't think, what I don't know what he knows, but it's not mm -hmm. very much. I mean, he's in such a degraded condition, but his staff knows. His staff knows just what I told you. And they're punishing you. They're not punishing Putin. They're punishing you. Your gas prices go up. Why? Because he wants you out of cars. He doesn't want yes. cars to be driven. Exactly. Now, and that's something that I, I probably haven't emphasized enough. A lot of this, the whole thing with gas prices, which is going to affect everything, because everything has to be transported, transported, you know, trucks and things of this nature. But they want us out of the cars. They want to get us into these electric vehicles. And so, you know, if they can get gas up to, you know, 10 bucks a gallon, a lot of people are going to be a lot more amiable, a lot more open to that suggestion of, you know, doing, going to that other route. That's not a conspiracy theory. Yeah. They campaigned on this. That's true. Kamala Harris said between 2025 and 2030, Americans will be out of their cars. It's happening sooner than that, thanks mm -hmm. to Ukraine. So I want you to, to take this to heart. Biden is punishing you by doing this because by the time. Okay. So that was the main thing I wanted you to do. I think it goes on to about the 15 minute mark there. Um, main thing I want you to hear on that now again, and this ties in with every one of these articles I'm trying to read these reports. I'm trying to kind of like segue to the next to kind of build on the next report is crypto fever. Biden signs executive order authorizing the creation of a digital dollar as the world continues moving closer to a cashless society. And that's a lot of this is that as well. A lot of us is getting us on to the cashless society, which is a prerequisite to implement the mark of the beast. If you, if you have a, a, a mark or a microchip in your right hand or forehead, that's going to allow you to buy, sell, trade, okay, and transact, well, that means it's got to be digital. 
There's not a little cash machine in, in your right hand or your forehead. You pull out little dollar bills. No, it's going to be scanned. And see, this is why I've been so against anything crypto or blockchain. Because I know where it ends. I don't care if you're whatever using it to make money or whatever. I, that's not my... I would never, um, at this point, I would never invest in it just for that reason alone. Because I know where it ends. I know what it's going to bring us into, which is the mark of the beast system eventually. That's why I've been warning against it ever since it came out. President Biden, or, well, at least for the last few years, I think. President Biden uh, signed an executive order on Wednesday to explore establishing a U.S. central bank digital currency, or a CBDC. Which I think what Dabu7 was talking about. We also known as the U.S. digital dollar, akin to a cryptocurrency, in a move to a cashless society. President Biden signs executive order on ensuring responsible development of digital dollar and cryptocurrency in the coming cashless society. Straight from the White House. It says digital assets, including cryptocurrencies, have seen explosive growth in recent years, surpassing the $3 trillion market cap last November and up from $14 billion just five years prior. Surveys suggest that around 16% of adult Americans, approximately 40 million people, have invested in, traded, or used cryptocurrencies. The United States must maintain technological leadership in this rapidly growing space, supporting innovation while mitigating the risks for consumers, businesses, the broader financial system, and the climate. And it must play a leading role in international engagement and gover global governance of digital assets consistent with democratic values and the U.S. global competitiveness. In the book of Revelation, we see that during the tribulation, there will be a single currency tied to the mark of the beast. It will control all buying and selling and will be implanted in either. The now, this isn't from the White House, but this is from the report. It will control all buying and selling and will be implanted in either the uh, the back of your right hand or your forehead, it will be a computer microchip of some sort, obviously digital, and without the mark, you cannot buy or sell, um, at least on the open market. I mean, I'm sure there'll always be a black market, but uh, the Bible says in Revelation 13, verse 16 and 17, and he causeth, he being essentially the Antichrist, you know, and the false prophet, really, um, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or in their foreheads that no might, man might buy or sell, save that he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So going back to this report, it says, why is cryptocurrency exploding right now? Because we live in the end times. The world is preparing itself to receive the Antichrist. That's the short answer. The longer answer is because Bible prophecy is true and everything written therein must come to pass. For decades and times, Bible teachers, authors, and Christian filmmakers have been telling us that a cashless society is coming because the cash will not be accepted in the time of the tribulation during Jacob's trouble. With each passing decade, we have moved closer and closer to that eventuality, and indeed we're watching it right now come together. So we have that. Then we have this, which also, if this were to happen, this would just be one more aspect of the total surveillance system and control grid. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg, uh, who is a evil, reprobate, openly flagrant, gay sodomite guy, uh, rolls out a plan to cover America with red light surveillance cameras connected to the metaverse, uh, Zuckerberg's, Facebook's metaverse. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg is being criticized roundly for his plan to expand the use of surveillance safety cameras on 
roads nationwide as drivers have complained that the camera systems are inaccurate and prone to abuse by political cronies yes can you imagine a national network of red light surveillance i mean safety cameras on every corner quote safety yeah right all connected to a big brother database well, that's what they want to put in joe biden's perverted sodomite secretary of transportation sure can pete Buttigieg. um unveiled his plan to bring the 1984 to life in stunning fashion but hey how convenient it will be to have your digital id immunity passport connected to the microchip in your vehicle able to talk with the surveillance cameras that will allow you to access when you want to venture out to purchase food water or medical see that's where this all ends up the more society keeps giving in and oh we'll, we'll just give into the cryptocurrencies and we'll we'll give into this and we'll give into that well then you know all this is just going to happen quicker at a quicker pace so I've been screaming, resist, resist for years and years regarding all this. Or better yet, when the metaverse is rolled out, you won't actually have to leave to go anywhere because you'll just live in the metaverse, evidently. Um, and this just go the, the, the latter part of this just goes into all the corruption that's been surrounding these, these cameras. Um, many drivers continue to complain about being wrongly ticketed by the camera systems for a variety of reasons including misidentification of cars and drivers and residents of district of columbia were outraged when officials continued its speed camera ticketing during the pandemic demanding payment of fines when many families could not afford the expense yeah that's all that's all it's about is control and bleeding us dry then we have this which also heavily ties into what we just talked about digital passport alert um at least 21 U.S. states, along with the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico, have rolled out digital pass vaccine passports, and four more states plan to release them soon. Now, see, this is the stuff. All the stuff with COVID just keeps getting worse. As far as, I'm not saying COVID's worse, I'm saying the information exposed it. And that's another reason why this whole Ukraine thing happened, so it could get our eyes totally off all the COVID atrocities and get our eyes fixated on Ukraine. Okay. Um, and they're still pushing this garbage type legislation through at this point, kind of like behind closed doors. They don't really, it's not going to really be in the news. It's happening. Yes, but they don't want you to know about it until the next pandemic. And then this is more put in place and it's harder to wiggle and get out of. So 21 states along with district Columbia and Puerto Rico have already rolled out digital vaccine passports. Four more states plan to release them soon. One of the most prominent names in the digital vaccine passport space is the Smart Health Card, a verifiable vaccine passport developed by Vaccination Credential Initiative. Smart Health Cards, which can be paper or digital, can be obtained from pharmacies, doctor's offices, state immunization registries, and any other organization that has your shot records and other health information. Disguised as a tool for convenience and safety, digitized IDs can, such as mobile driver's licenses and vaccine passports, will be embedded into everyday life, eroding your privacy and acting as a tool to control everything from food and sustainability to travel and mobility. At the end of this report, he shares many steps that you can take to resist these tyrannical initiatives. I'm going to read you 20 steps because I like to be try to be proactive whenever I can. These are 20 steps you can do to resist just not even this but a lot of this big brother garbage that we've talked about number one do not comply whether or not you're coerced bribed guilted intimidated or manipulated into complying civil disobedience is necessary Two, contact your investment advisor i mean if you have one or an asset manager 
give them a list of companies involved in vaccine passports and pushing the agenda and tell them you no longer want to support them. Three, avoid all digital identities and vaccine ID passports offered by banks, driver's license facilities, and other industries as a means of increasing access or convenience. Four, tell your friends and family and acquaintances about the real goal of digital identities, which is to put you on the blockchain to surveil, which is what Dabu7 was referencing, to surveil and control your every move. What is blockchain? Blockchain is a distributed database that is shared among nodes of a computer network. This will have everything to do with the mark of the beast as well, whenever, when that gets here in, in into the tribulation. Um, as a database, a blockchain stores information electronically in digital format. Blockchains are best known for their crucial role in cryptocurrency systems such as Bitcoin. So I say I have nothing to do with it. Five, contact your local sheriff. There are 3,081 sheriffs in the U.S. which should be contacted by phone, email, and mail. They have the power to not enforce illogical or illegal demands like these vaccine passports. Six, share messages of truth around your community. You can spread the word using flyers, postcards, stickers, or um, swag with a message, whatever that is. Anyway, seven, don't support establishments that require proof of a shot or a negative test. Yeah. If you do give them a card that reads, I will not be a human experiment of a gene therapy lab for a virus that has a 99.98% survival rate. Uh, eight, email your state representatives to block vaccine passports and digital IDs, support and consider donating to those who are taking action against injection mandates and passports. Nine, move your money from large banks to small family-owned banks and small credit unions. If 10% of people did this, it would create a huge shift. 10, build family or community energy and food systems as resilient energy and food supplies will go a long way against their digital financial blackmailing systems. 11, book out Amazon and big box stores that are building the infrastructure to enslave humanity. A lot of the stuff I've talked about, but it's kind of all in one spot here. 12, use cash as much as possible as it allows you to avoid being tracked via your bank account and keeps your speed, keeps your spending behaviors from being analyzed and used to manipulate industries, supply chains, and markets. 13, leave your cell phone at home or use blocker bags, the um, like that block the signal, and avoid any and all data tracking apps. 14, limit the personal data you share online, on paper, or anywhere else. Uh, 15, Call your senators and demand that they oppose the federal vaccine database, Bill HR 550, which would allow the development of federal vaccine registries. 16, avoid purchasing smart products of any time, such as smart televisions, Alexa devices. These products will are used for surveillance purposes via audio, some visual, some data aggregating, not to mention potential integrated mind control technologies. 17, establish financial security outside the system, such as learning or teaching trade skills and establishing networking and teamwork opportunities for build for build to for build for people to build and work together within their local community. Sorry about that. 18. Clear as many debts as you can so that you're beholden to no one. Well, the Bible says the borrower is slave to the lender. So again, really great resource for that. And I'm not I'm not saying I know a ton about the guy from a ministerial standpoint, but Dave Ramsey, if you're in a lot of debt listen to a lot of dave ramsey online or whatever he's comes at it from what i've heard from a christian perspective and as a man thinketh, so is he if you're if you're wanting to get out of debt and you and it's biblical for you to be out of debt totally that being in debt is not biblical you're the borrower is slave to the lender okay it's bondage 
okay? So if you're listening to a guy like Dave Ramsey, you're going to be much more in a mental thought space in order to do that and accomplish that. And you're, and you're going to have a lot better plan of how to do it. Now, I understand we're way down the road. I get it. I understand we could have things imploding here. But it's just a suggestion. Um, I think he's very good at that, you know, at that one thing. So um, let's see here. Uh, yeah. Anyway, clear as many debts as you can. You're behold so you're not beholden to anyone. Invest in people, learning trade skills, family, community, hard assets, proper schooling for your children. You might this might mean a local homeschool network, local farmers, any necessary supplies or equipment you feel you need. Your health. Um, invest in like your health and your peace of mind. 19. Maintain resources, medical, legal, and otherwise, to fight against the COVID-19 tyranny and stay updated on legal action and legislation against COVID-19 mandates. Uh, 20. Be aware that it is not legal to require a person to get injected while it's still under emergency use. Well, even if it was, it wouldn't be legal, but through the FDA has not approved Pfizer's community jab, which hasn't even been unveiled. Pfizer has chosen not to yet produce it in the U.S. because for obvious reasons we've talked about and instead are continuing to supply the emergency use authorization jab the full report to this is i give you the links all there if you want to know more okay so um let's play this breaking parasite worms found in the covid vax files german doctors report hatching eggs in the kill shots okay i've talked about this before but just more keeps coming out on it the horrificness of this has not went away um and I want to just kind of give you a little bit of updates here. Well, the other day, Karen Kingston argued that we should permanently refer to the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines as bioweapons, just like the China virus they were created to fight. Now, Dr. Jane Ruby says that she has evidence that even more bioweapons are on the way, courtesy of EcoHealth Alliance, and she'll be covering that on her show today. But she says that she can give us an exclusive preview here, and she joins us now. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah, Stu, and actually I, I have another story that's even uh, more uh, urgent. Uh, I want to break the, the actual story and then we'll talk about the details. It's too late to go into my show today. It's already gone to production, but we will come back to the Stu Peter show on Monday and the Dr. Jane Ruby show on Monday. You don't, don't want to miss that. Uh, I've gotten word overnight uh, from some German researchers in collaboration with Dr. Zandre Batha that they have, uh, they have video that confirms that the Pfizer vials contain the eggs of wor these worms. I don't know what they're made of, Stu, but I have seen the videos. It's incredibly frightening. With body heat temperature, they do warm up and they multiply rapidly. We, I, I wanna speculate that there's some relationship to the clots that are very fibrous that have never been seen before by embalmers like Richard Hirschman. Uh, but I have a call into him. We're all going to get together and we're going to put these pieces together, Stu. You don't want to miss this. So, so hold on a minute. Hatching yeah. worm eggs. Yeah. Now, I just so you know, I did post the full report she released, um, or at least one of the the, the major reports. The, uh, it's like a, lo a lot longer than this um, in the PDF. It, it's right there in the PDF for this this audio. So I, I provided that as well, but I didn't want to play that because it's just a lot longer. Have been yes. So why is this the first time that we're ever hearing about this? After all of well, the examinations and microscopy experts and people who have looked at this, scientists, researchers, why have they not ever found this before? We had La Quinta Columna looking for graphene oxide. Uh, we have Zandre Batha looking at these things. Why is this the first time that we've ever seen hatching worm eggs? 
Well, it, it's actually it's actually not the first no. time we've... I've talked about this in multiple, multiples. I don't know where he's been or whether his short-term memory is going to something, but, I mean, we've talked about parasites and all kind of weird creepy crawlies and weird nanotech in these shots over and over and over. This is just one more of the many confirmations about this heard of them being reported there was dr frank zaluski from poland you remember he pulled out the long body length and everybody thought it was fake until mr richard hirschman came along the embalmer and then showed you how he pulled them out of uh dead bodies so it's not the first time we've heard of it we've seen things that looked uh, parasite like this might explain why there's such a an a, a, a a huge effort on the part of governments and other organizations to suppress things like ivermectin, which are clearly anti-parasitic. So I will come back with more, but I want people to be aware of how dangerous this is. If you have somebody sitting on the fence, stop. This is this is more information to wait, wait, wait. Okay. So, uh, so over the weekend, will you be covering more on this? Will you be like in your telegram or anything as you learn more about this? Will you be, because obviously this is going to concern and alarm a lot of people and you know, we're going to want to know whatever you're learning. So will you be doing that over the weekend or is this going to be on your show in depth Monday? Will you be talking to Dr. Baffa? How, how are we going to have know? a meeting? I have a meeting with Dr. Baffa tomorrow, an extensive meeting to go over by zoom visually all of the materials to put together what we know and it'll probably comprise my entire show on monday so i will i will lay it out for everyone but i want people to know as soon as we can because i want people to have even more reason to hold back loved ones or themselves from getting these who shots. did you say that it was that discovered these worms well there's a, a lengthy uh uh, presentation by a group of German doctors. I don't have their names yet, but I saw them in the video and it's it's like an hour long video and they're describing it and they're comparing it and contrasting it to people who have not taken the jab. But these are these uh, are credible, uh, accredited researchers, scientists, doctors. These aren't some weirdos. No, they're not, they're not just fly by nights, but I, I have to vet them. You know, they appear to be uh, credentialed. And so I will establish that. But what I saw visually, Stu, was incredibly impressive in a, in a very horrific way. And so I just want people to know, and, and it's not the first time we've heard of it, but we just haven't put it together and we haven't seen it in a such, uh, I guess, extensively as these people put out in their, in their video. Uh, yeah. I'm just wondering why worm eggs, but I mean, obviously, um, who knows? Well, it there's some that speculation parasites. that the worm eggs have they that they themselves are a payload. The eggs mm -hmm. become the worms with body temperature. The worms and and they point it out. I hate, I hate to get too graphic. That's why they have to have them at such low temperatures? They do not want this stuff activating or hatching, and they know that that will occur at lower temperatures. They pointed out the stomach in. And these are parasites. I mean, higher temperatures. Experts, by the way, they they declared that they were you know experts in parasitic identification, you know, medicine and things like that, treating. They, they pointed out the stomach. They pointed out there was a payload in the tail. They pointed out the head. So these were pretty clear pictures, but with their, in, you know, expert interpretation. This is like I mean, fallen angelic biotech, is, which is what it, what it really is. And this is why they've been so tight-lipped on all the... We've went over a lot of the technology. The, the technology is totally satanic. It's incredibly advanced. These are 100% bioweapons that are designed to rewrite and change your DNA so that you're not fully human anymore and turn you into a cyborg that is filled with nanotech. Hence the graphene oxide, 
the luciferase, the hydrogel. And that system, which will interact with your 5G smartphone, which will interact with the 5G base stations where, you know, communications will be set up and you'll get updates. And this system will continue to build in your, in your body the more shots that you get. And the more you're probably exposed to graphene oxide. So it, it, it's just, it couldn't get much more horrific as far as what's actually in the shots. I would venture to guess. And then it's filling you full of parasites too, which is really nifty. It's pretty accurate. I would speculate that almost 100% of our audience that has not been tricked into taking this injection, they're not going to. So really the idea here is what doesn't matter what's in it. It's bad. Don't take it. But, right. but also it's, important that you know the lengths that that these people will go to uh today you're going to be talking more They're about showing these devils injecting these little children with it and the oh it just makes me very angry mm. uh it's just the, the, the little children they're they're not they don't want it <laughs> you know they're smarter than all the adults instinctively Eco Health Alliance, who's working on yet another way to kill us. More bioweapons are OTW on the way? Yes, I believe there are going to be more bioweapons on the way because we've seen some significant paperwork. You know, every once in a while we get a break, Stu. First, it was, like you said, La Quinta Columna. We broke the graphene story on your show last year. Uh, nobody else was talking about it. Then we had Team Enigma. We made it mainstream, though. Just to, I just want to let everybody know. Even talking about these shots in a negative way or creating any kind of vaccine hesitancy, people were looking at me like, how could you ever do that? I mean, Donald Trump rolled these things out. What are you doing? Are you nuts? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling the truth. That's what we're doing. And yeah. now we've made it mainstream. People are questioning this yeah. stuff all over the place. And so we have the second group, Team Enigma, who, who brought the toxic lot numbers to us so we could track that. Now we have a new group called Drastic Research. And I have to tell you, it stands for, watch this, Decentralized Radical Autonomous Search Team Investigating COVID-19. And I recommend their website uh, I today on today's Dr. Jane Ruby show that will follow your show. Uh, I'm going to do a, a depth in-depth across their all of their documents and their so she's they've actually given her her own little show and if you go to um rumble and kian stu peter's show you'll you'll see her videos dropping in that timeline it's one of the main ones i i, I end up checking i mean sometimes i don't check it every day but uh probably two or three times a week um regarding just some of this more cutting edge information they found 21 uh, findings from the DARPA-related uh, proposals that have been submitted to the federal government. You have no idea. The federal government of the United States has rejected some of these proposals through EcoHealth Alliance, which is run by Peter Daszak. Remember Peter Daszak? Uh, Dr. David Martin? Yeah, he broke about, down uh, the criminal's own words, how he was going to use the media the as a hype words. machine well, to well, draw this, in investors. This guy has... Um, is using this Eco Health Alliance to run these multi-billion-dollar proposals. Some of them got rejected, rightfully so, but they went around some of the processes. And guess where they got some of it approved? From the Department of Health and Human Services. Under guess who? Under the Warp Speed program, Alex Azar, who reported to President Trump. So you uh, don't miss the show. I just I just wanted to lay that out because this whole program is called project diffuse and trump, trump was in on it from the beginning he was the guy that brought us the um operation warp speed he was the one that got fauci in there 
take that big, beautiful shot. I gave it to you 10 years before Joe Biden would have ever given it to you. He still brags about it to this day. So he hasn't backed off on that at all, even though it's literally one of the main ways they're going to defile human DNA and depopulate the planet. Trump's still on board. That's just one of the many atrocities that devil's been a part of. What Eco Health Alliance, under Peter Daszak's direction, has been putting through. We are paying, Stu, for our own injuries and our own premeditated murders. Not yes, me. We are. Yeah. Uh, I have. Unfortunately, <laughs> I either. have. Pay, I'm going to stop paying taxes. I'm done. Um, why, I mean, what are we paying? You pay taxes in, in so many different ways. You're you're not even every time you go to the pump, gas tax, sales tax. At that, you can't stop paying taxes. When they say you're you're going to stop paying, they mean IRS, which. Yeah, I mean, that is the most wicked, evil tax you could possibly pay. It does no nothing to run our country. Even the Grace Commission that Reagan sanctioned determined that not one dime of what you pay into the IRS goes to run in the country. But it's solely absorbed on the, either the, the federal debt or it basically goes into the coffers of the International Monetary Fund, which is one of the main evil driving forces of the New World Order that we mentioned earlier, the IMF, which is the one that comes in and bankrupts the countries that... Uh, Perkins guy from the economic uh, confessions of a hitman, economic hitman, how they go in and, and they basically take possession of these countries via the IMF. Yeah, that's where the IRS money goes. It's pure evil. For look at these people. These people, as I mentioned earlier, uh, these people are like lizard looking. I mean, even the way that they look, it's like yeah. some sort of a reptilian class. Yeah, preach on that there, Stu. Preach on that. I don't know. Let me know if you figure it out. I'm still, I'm seriously asking. People need to tell me. They're using our taxpayer dollars to create dangerous organisms, pathogens that target our hearts and our lungs. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where this stops, Stu. I don't it's know demonic. where it gets It's demonic. It's evil. They're, they're demonically possessed. They're possessed by demons. They are the spawns of Satan. Yeah, I, I couldn't put it better there, Stu. I think you're really getting on the right track there, buddy. <laughs> I mean, man. Knocking it out of the park. So anyway, I give her full report on this. Um, another Rumble video here. And um, another BitChute video. And then somebody just made this comment below one of the videos. There, there may be a good reason why they're doing this. That is, back before clean water and sanitation, they were parasites. And parasites, pathogens, tons of stuff everywhere, which killed lots and lots of people. Vaccination never cured anything, but clean water and sanitation did. Exactly. When they rolled out the vaccinations, it was during that era where we were getting better sanitation, uh, more clean water, things were moving in more of a sanitary direction. And that was the reason that so many of the so-called plagues that were, or, or diseases that plagued humanity at the time, there's been whole books written on this. They were, they were going out of, but see, then they rolled the vaccinations and around the same time, it took credit for it via the vaccinations. Even though when they introduced the vaccinations, it caused spikes of the very thing you were supposedly getting vaccinated for. Again, whole books written on this subject. I've covered this in depth in other teachings. Um, so, but since we have such good sanitation and clean water, well, I wouldn't go that far. People are no longer dying from parasites, so the next best thing, put put the parasites in the shots so you can get, get them into people that way. Result, lots and lots of people die. Yeah, well, good point there. Okay, so continuing on, this next report is called an annual COVID kill shot vax for kids. The federal government is currently considering whether to authorize the COVID vaccines 
kill shot for children under five years of age. These shots have already been approved for Americans aged five and up. It appears that the obsession with vaccinating kids against COVID is really about getting COVID shots added to the CDC's childhood immunization schedule, a yearly COVID shot to help pad the coffers of big pharma. Now, like I said, all this stuff is proceeding like kind of like under the radar now because of so many different factors, the awakening, the realization, the, the protests against the vax mandates, the horrific side effects, the people dropping dead, the, you know, personal family members of so many different millions and millions of families that are either dead or sick or, or are going to be moving in that direction because of these kill shots for so many different reasons that we've covered in previous studies. The thing is, is that's not going away. And I understand the whole concept of the next pandemic, but the distrust they have created with this whole COVID-19 scamdemic kill shot campaign, that's not going to be forgotten when the next pandemic rolls around. And I'm hoping and praying that, you know, we just don't willingly as, as, as societies across the planet just go back and do whatever we're told to do next time. Um, I, I don't know, maybe it's wishful thinking, maybe they will, I don't know. I just think that there's been a lot of, of realizations that a lot of people have had about how wicked the government, the world government, and these agendas are. Um, this goes on to say getting the COVID shots recommended for children is the first step to making them part of the CDC's recommended childhood schedule. That is a yearly shot for COVID, potentially long after COVID is no longer even uh, a scamdemic. If COVID vaccines are added to the childhood immunization schedule, it means billions in sales for vaccine manufacturers and complete liability protection for when children are harmed or killed by the vaccines. Note the liability protection for COVID vaccines will go away when the health department determines there is no longer a public health emergency, which there isn't, obviously. Vaccines, I mean, the only public health emergency is from the vaxxed hordes and those getting the vaxes, the COVID vaxes. Vaccines on the CDC schedule are permanently protected from liability. How convenient. Adding COVID vaccines to the CDC schedule would require a rulemaking with an opportunity for the public to comment. This process has not started yet, but this is what we will see happening if the government recommends vaccines for children under five. So uh, I would probably keep my listeners abreast of that via either the newsletter or via one of these audios. Uh, Big Pharma wants guaranteed profits through the, the adding of COVID shots to the CDC schedules for kids and permanent liability protection that that provides. Um, and they will need it. According to the government's Vaccine Adverse Event, Event Reporting Center system, VAERS, there have been almost, well, over 37,000 adverse events from the COVID vaccine for, for kids aged 6 to 17. We also know that VAERS may miss as many as 99% of vaccine reactions all by design on purpose. And there's a link to take you to that, why that would be the case. I've gotten to that in many other studies. According to the CDC, 40% of kids aged five to 11 experienced a systemic reaction to the COVID kill shot, which include fatigue, headaches, injection site pain. That's 40% of kids just age five to 11. And, and 
remember, they're only getting started because of all the horrific ingredients in these vaccines, unless they got a saline shot. So we have that. Then we have this. This is neat. Pfizer vaccine has only, only has 1,291 side effects. No, that's not a misprint. This is clinical data a judge forced the FDA to release. It's worse than you could possibly imagine. I wonder if this has anything or everything to do with the ongoing plague of sudden deaths now ravaging humanity worldwide. Reference the embalmer that said that, I don't know, it was like 80% of the cadavers had these gigantic clots that were sometimes the length of their legs. I don't even know how they were living at all that they were pulling out that they showed, showed pictures. Now, granted, you'd have to watch the video of the audios I was playing. But if 80% of, and they, every single one that they were pulling these clots out of were COVID-vaxxed. So that would mean 80% of the people going to the embalmers were COVID-vaxxed. That means a disproportionate amount of people are dying from the COVID vax. If you do the math on that, just do the logical mental math. It seems a lucky thing for Pfizer, lucky Lucifer for Pfizer and all of its accomplices, including Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci, nearly every state and national leader and almost every journalist, both corporate and alternative, that Putin picked this moment to invade Ukraine. Remember though, this is puppetry, it's by design, it's right, left paradigm type stuff. Okay, but yes, that was a big part of this Ukraine invasion. The FDA was forced by a judge to release clinical data on the COVID vaccines back in January. And so 55,000 pages of documents were just released. The FDA had originally wanted to hide the data for 75 years. I wonder why and release it in 2096 because they got nothing to hide, obviously. Because, of course, the FDA is basically engaged in, in the criminal conspiracy regarding COVID. The COVID vaccine should never have been approved. This was obvious from the very beginning when animal trials were skipped in the Trump administration's ill-fated Operation Warp Speed. And now it's an undeniably true. We have the clinical data and it's horrific. Hiding out in one appendix is the clinical data for the Pfizer's vaccine. There's a link to that data right here which lists 1,291 adverse side effects in alphabetical order. Guys, I looked at this. I just looked at the A's. It says, let, let's just give you, let's give you the bad things that can happen for people who took the Pfizer vaccine. Start with the letter A. I, these disease processes that this thing causes is so advanced. I, I most of the conditions I had never seen before. Now, I'm, I'm not an MD working with, high-level advanced diseases on an everyday thing, okay, on, on an everyday basis. But I, I have never seen most of the things they listed there. They're so advanced. 1,291 side effects, adverse side effects, from just the Pfizer COVID kill shot. Everything that we were warning you about before the kill shots were even introduced is all come to pass in spades i won't take credit i'll give god the lord jesus christ all the credit and the glory but i'm just saying i i, I literally the reason i did the 2006 avion flu tour 
The main reason was to warn about the coming potential forced vaccines or vaccine agenda. And that was for H5N1 bird flu that we've got now rearing its ugly head, killing millions of poultry across America. If that were to mutate into what I was warning about in 06, and I'm surprised there hasn't been any talk of that. It's just maybe that's not on their rate. Maybe that's not part of their agenda now. So they're not talking about it at all. Well, that had like a 60% kill rate in humans. Human to human transmission of H5N1 bird flu far, far greater than this joke of a COVID thing. Even if they did create it in a laboratory or whatever, it was ne- it never, it never, I believe, manifested to near the degree that they were hoping from a satanic standpoint. Okay, so you if you want to see all the link, all the all the uh, side effects, I, I give you the link right here. All 1,291. Next report, which, you know, all of this kind of builds on one another. Confirmed $1 billion in taxpayer money secretly given to large media companies to push the vaccines, the kill shot in particular, COVID, and prevent vaccine hesitancy. Genocide and human race extinction is big business because they love you so much. About a week after publication of... The Pfizer data, the vaccine agenda is facing another major blast. So this is almost like on the on the heels of the of the Pfizer data that I just gave you, the 1,291 side effects, adverse side effects. Now the vaccine agenda is facing another major blast. And again, I think this has a lot to do with this whole Ukraine, Russia. Oh, let's all look at that. Let's just fixate on that now. Let's fixate on that. Let's let's wear a Ukrainian flag around us and virtue signal and act like we know everything about the war over there. It's, that's why they wanted to get your eyes off of this information that I'm giving you right now. They wanted this, let's have this go away. There's, we can't really keep a lid on this, but if we can get everybody shifted over to look at this. Now, I'm not saying there's not horrific things going on in the Ukraine. I just reported on that. But this is part of it. During a secret investigative work, some independent journalists have confirmed that $1 billion in taxpayer money has been secretly given to large media companies to push vaccines and prevent vaccine hesitancy. Below, some more information about the leak. In response to a FOIA request filed by The Blaze, HHS revealed that it had purchased advertising from major news networks, including ABC, CBS, NBC, as well as cable TV network stations, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, legacy media productions, including the New York Post, the Los Angeles Times, the Washington Post, digital media companies like BuzzFeed, news and newsmax and hundreds of local newspapers and tv stations these corrupt outlets were collectively responsible for publishing countless articles and video segments regarding the covid kill shot that were nearly uniformly positive about the vaccine in terms of both its efficacy and safety so i mean can't touch you can't trust any kind of mainstream news sources ever they're bought sold and paid for by satan and they will do as their masters tell them to do this is again this is why a ministry like this would exist in the first place to try to, you know, cut through all the lies contending for truth. <laughs> okay. Uh, hundreds of news organizations were paid by the federal government to advertise for vaccines as part of a comprehensive media campaign. According to documents, the blaze obtained from the department of health and human services, the Biden administration purchased ads on TV, radio, and print on social media to build vaccine confidence, timing this effort with the increasing availability of vaccines. Yeah. Oh, we just got, you know, a million more whatever 
you know, whatever, 10 million more vaccine vials. Oh, we got to really pump them this week so we can turn a profit. The government also relied on earned media featuring influencers from communities hit hard by COVID-19 and experts like White House chief medical advisor and Satanist Dr. Anthony Fauci and other academics to be interviewed and promote vaccination in the news. Uh, though virtually all the newsrooms produced stories covering the COVID-19 scandemic, the taxpayer dollars flowing to their companies were not disclosed to audience in their news reports. So imagine that. Since common practice dictates that editorial teams operate independently of the media advertising departments and news teams felt no need to make the disclosure. Oh, isn't that neat? As some publications reached for comment explained. Oh, we wouldn't want to know that you're totally bought, sold, and paid for, and, and all of the information you're putting on is totally biased and slanted toward the kill shot and the whole COVID scandemic agenda. We wouldn't want to know that. No, no. Congress ap appropriated $1 billion in, in the fiscal year 2021 alone for the Secretary of Health to spend on activities to strengthen vaccine confidence in the United States, meaning brainwash as many people as will buy our pig slop about pig slop lies about the whole COVID-19 agenda and the vaccine. We're going to spend a billion dollars on that. Federal law authorizes HHS to act through the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and other agencies to award contracts to public and private entities to carry out a national evidence-based campaign to increase awareness and the knowledge of safety and effectiveness of vaccines. Um, yeah, yeah, right. The safety and effectiveness. Yeah, just see, see the report above for starters, my comment on that, meaning the 1,291 side effects that just came out about the Pfizer vaccine alone that they were forced to release. They're just hoping you'll never see it. Uh, and for the prevention and control of diseases, uh, they were they were also trying to combat misinformation about vaccines, oh, I bet, and disseminate scientific and evidence-based vaccine-related information. All these are lies, just total bald-faced lies from the pit of hell. Uh, with the goal of increasing rates of vaccination all across all ages. Yeah, because they want that kill shot in as many people as possible. Because they come to kill, steal, and destroy, just like their father, Satan. So that's why they want it. Okay, just about done here. Um, uh, another in vibe COVID testimony. Now, I, I've had this one since last August. Uh, Longtime listener, Stephen, he says, So my daughter's boyfriend got sick and tested for COVID. My daughter and my wife both were sick. Went in to get tested yesterday in spite of my fervent protest, showing proof the tests are faulty. They came home all positive. Imagine that. Remember, there's like multiple, multiple, multiple things that can show positive that I don't even want to get back into because that, you know, anytime I open that can of worms, I could be there for a half hour just explaining that. He said, I had a headache behind my eye on Friday, ran out of the 2,000 part per million silver. So I was taking a tablespoon of just 500 part every two hours. Now, 500 is not enough to knock out most things, especially if, if you did have if you were being affected from the vaccinated COVID hordes, okay, which was real. So he was, he all he had was 500 there and he was taking every two hours, feeling worse, body aches and pains, fever, sweats, chills to the bone. Felt like I'd been hit by a truck. Saturday morning, I missed work. I broke out the 5,000 part per million silver that he had and he took a teaspoon. And then again, eight hours later, he took another teaspoon and this morning, I am perfectly fine. So it only took him two teaspoons of 5,000 part per million. In one day, he woke up, he felt fine. My wife has taken some too. 
I have to talk to my daughter. She says it stains her teeth. Now, my comment on that is yes. So this is great to hear, but yes, you should always brush your teeth right after taking the silver or it can stay, can stain your teeth, especially the 5,000 part per million and above. What you wouldn't want to do is like have some in your mouth right before bed and then keep it in there for five or 10 minutes and then swallow it and then not brush your teeth till morning. You don't want to do that, okay? I mean, it's it's so concentrated at 5,000 part per million that it's going to have, it has that dark brown color. That's because it's so incredibly concentrated. Um, so it's not a side effect or anything. It's just, yeah, you need to do that. And if you don't like the taste, I recommend, um, I hit my tongue with a little organic peppermint oil right before I sell it. I have it, or you can get it, you know, online or wherever you want to get it. Organic peppermint oil. I, I don't like to use just the regular. I'd rather use organic. I just put a tiny bit on my my finger hit my tongue with it and that's pretty much what you're going to taste okay um anyway so that i just want to read that real quick so the um then i'm i'm again I've, i'm still going to keep posting this at least for now recommended protocol for covid19 and the shedding from the covid vaxxed um the protocol for it the silver protocol and then all the other nutrients that i recommend for it like um uh, selenium and C, vitamin C and quercetin and zinc and calcium and D3 and iodine and NAC. And there's a lot of things you can do for it. It depends what you're trying to accomplish. Fulvic acid's good. Um, natokinase is super good to keep your, your blood thin. There's lung products. Anyway, I, I list all of that in here. Then I, I also list the stroke recovery protocol as well because a lot of people have had strokes or suffered from that as a result of the kill shot the website for the silver if you want to order that is uh, www.dr is in doctor then a hyphen symbol or the dash symbol johnson j-o-h-n-s-o-n.com okay um and that's really it also the silver has i think they're saying that the the expiration dates right now are um 2049 even though that's not really accurate as far as i know they've never had a bottle go bad so it's a bare minimum 25 years shelf life there's no other silver on the market that can even touch it it's because it's so stable because of these things called molar ratios that the guy the md that actually developed the formula to stabilize the silver said the lord showed him and um that's why they've never had a bottle go bad, as far as I know. The only way you can really hurt it is if you took it out of the bottle and exposed it to direct sunlight. But even getting cold or hot, it's not going to hurt the silver. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to like boil it or anything. But um, yeah, that's about the only way I know of to really hurt it is just to expose it to direct sunlight. And that's why it comes in the amber bottles. Um, um, and just for people that want to know, I've got the um i've got the intra kid now which is the intra max it's the it's the multivitamin 415 things the liquid i sell i've got the intra kid now which doesn't have as much stuff in it but um it's really good for children it's what i have to actually give to taylor even though she's you know like 25 now she can't tolerate the intra max the straight is too powerful but the Interkid works good on her. Um, oh, I also have a product now for gluten and dairy. Douglas Labs gluten and dairy 
product if you're if you're most people have some type of allerg of of reaction to gluten and dairy and that happens more progressively as you age it's just a, a tablet you chew like at the start of a meal if you know you're going to be eating gluten which is anything like wheat based every it's in everything it's so hard to get away from even organic it's still gluten or dairy which is basically in just about everything too you take one of these tablets you chew it up before the meal and um it's specifically designed to help you process those things i'm not saying it's a substitute for going dairy and gluten-free but doing that is very hard <laughs> okay i've tried to do it and it's it's extremely hard for a lot of people to go totally gluten and dairy free. So this is a something like a happy medium where, yeah, I think it's good to reduce dairy and it's good to reduce gluten. And this could be another thing you do in order to actually address both of those. So it's, it's cool because it actually works on dairy and gluten at the same time. And the, the tablets taste awesome. I mean, they taste really, really good. Um, just trying to think of anything new that I might have, of of brought in that, um, might be of interest to people. So anyway, that's, that's basically it. Um, I've got the colostrum now in both powder and capsule form too, which is my, really my go-to. The two things I do for my immune system now, really on a daily basis is the, um, the Douglas Labs vitamin C. I like it cause it's a blend. It's got other stuff in there beside uh vitamin c and then the um the colostrum which is a really good source of calcium but it also has all the other immune activating things i found those two things generally speaking keep my immune system at a very high level um I, yeah i'm doing some zinc and i'm doing selenium and selenium is also super mega important for me at least i everybody's different everybody reacts to different things differently so uh, anyway, that's all I got for today. God bless you. And oh, yeah, I'm over on time. So God bless you. And Lord willing, we will see you in another audio soon.